Hey, my name is Amber Welford and I am obsessed with all things habits and systems. I'm a mama, wife, and entrepreneur who knows the importance of the little things in life. Each episode, I'll share tips for creating habits, talk about real life behind the scenes of motherhood, marriage, and building a business, and encourage the heck out of you with some tough love, all while enjoying a cup of coffee. So go grab yours and listen up. This is the Live Fiercely Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Live Fiercely Podcast. I'm really excited to have my friend Monique Scripp here on the podcast today. Uh, Monique and I were in the same direct sales company, Premier Designs, for many years, um, and life kind of separated us, right, because Premier closed, but also brought us together in a different sort of way. Uh, Monique has an awesome story to share with you about um, how to be a network marketer, how to build your business without the hustle behind it. That's one thing that when I look back, now that I'm done, I see how hard I was hustling to be in that top 1%. And so it is possible. And Monique has some really great tips for us today. So I'm going to have her start by just sharing her story. Thanks for being here, Monique. Yeah. Hey, Amber, thank you so much for having me on. And I love the work that you are doing. I love the fact that you are encouraging women in this way, because I don't think this message is being spread the way that it needs to be spread. And it's so important as women for us to hear that. So a little bit about me, um, as you already said, I'm Monique Scripp and I'm a business leadership coach. I work with network marketers and the way that I got into my journey is so I had been in direct sales previously. So Amber and I were both in Premier at one point, And then um, I was in another company as well. But during that time, I also worked in the insurance industry. So I worked for nine years in the insurance industry. I did sales. I did sales training. And so I was definitely a worker and probably I would say an overachiever. I was just constantly in hustle mode and it worked for me for a little while and then it didn't work for me anymore. And so that is why, you know, what's brought me to what I'm passionate about today, but I did live in that hustle culture for a while. And then in um, 2000, and 15, my husband and I made the decision to foster and adopt three boys. And so we went from zero to three kids. And I thought, oh, this is going to be, you know, no big deal. Like life will just keep on going. Like I truly believed that life was not going to change and just keep on, you know, doing the things that we were doing. And so long story short, I recognized it actually took me having a parent teacher conference and literally one of my kids teachers said to me like your kids need you like they need you when he was struggling in one of his classes and it was looking like he'd have to repeat and i was i would not let that happen i was like okay he he had already repeated at one point in foster care and i knew he was already older than the kids in his age and so i refused i said no there's he is not going to repeat and so she basically said, um, okay, well, you're going to have to help him because he's extremely behind. And I knew he was smart. And I knew that the only reason he was behind was just because of his years in foster care and nobody investing. It like actually makes me emotional, but like nobody investing in him then. And, you know, the Lord just spoke to my heart, like Monique, you're the one, like you're the one who's going to have to do that. And so 
I knew I had been in, um, I had done premiere. And so at this point I actually was, um, not doing it at the time, but I had done it and I, I believed in direct sales and I believed in network marketing. And so I said, okay, um, I can make the decision to, um, let go of my corporate job and focus on my children and leverage network marketing and build something on the side, but make my family a priority. And so I did, I was able to do that and which has now transpired into coaching other people. And so I've built a coaching business for network marketers and the entire message of my coaching is anti-hustle. Like there is a way to have sustainable systems because when you have personalities like mine and yours, Amber, I know we connect on this. It's like, there is no halfway. It's like your foot is on the gas at all times and you just want to like go, 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 go. And so God has, I mean, even up to today, it's like, he continually reminds me, Monique, slow down. Like your job is at home. Your priority is your family. Your focus is your husband and your children. Like that is my focus. That is what, if you, if you are saturating yourself, I'm not sure if your audience or people of faith, but I'm just going to speak my truth. If you Mm -hmm. are saturating yourself in truth of God's word, what you will see is he has called us as women to be the keepers of our home. Does that mean you cannot work? No, that is not what I'm saying. But I do believe that when we get distracted and we put our eyes on our career and that hustle and that next rank and that being at the top, like all of that, and we lose sight of our family, I believe it's wrong. And so I think somebody needs to to say that message. And that's why Amber, I'm so, so thankful for the work that you do, because I feel like you do this so well. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. And I, I like it get tears to my eyes. I resonate with that so hard because I was, I was totally putting my business in front of so many things. And I look back and I don't regret being in network marketing. I am so grateful for the 12 years that I had. It made me into the person who I am today. Um, But I am just, I'm beyond grateful that God closed those doors for me because I found my identity in that. And it's hard when you are in that hustle culture when you just want to be the best. And that's like you said, that's who we are. And that's why, I mean, I have had dozens of opportunities to join another direct sales company since ours closed. And I've had to say no, because I honestly, I just don't trust myself (laughs) to not fall back into that hustle culture. I mean, if someone's going to dangle a trip to Mexico for me, like it's going to be mine, you know? Um, But I don't want to fall back into that. Uh, can you speak on, on just how does somebody get out of that? You know, like those people who are already in it, how do they, how do they back away from that, but still feel like they're hitting their goals and the things that they want to do with their business? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I really believe it's putting on blinders. And what I mean by that is like being so in tune with what does God want for you and really setting the goals, not letting your company set the goals. This is a big mistake that a lot of people make is your company sets the goals. You're exactly right. The trips. Okay. If you want to go on this trip, 
This is what you have to do. If you want to hit this rank, if you want to be recognized, recognition is huge for a lot of people. It's like, okay, every year, every company has their, every summer, every single network marketing company has yeah. their big convention. Okay. And at your convention, some people walk across stage and some people don't. And people think about that. They're like, okay, well, I'm going to get recognized or not get recognized. And so you set your goals based on recognition. You set your goals based on, well, my team is watching. So I've got to hit this next rank. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. But who says that? Like who told you that? And so if you have blinders on where you focus on what the Lord has called you to and let everything else happen the way that it needs to happen, I think that that is the first step in letting go of that hustle. And one of the things I teach, so I have a whole program, it's called Multiply 2.0, and it's for network marketers helping them to multiply their business. And so what I teach people is stop focusing on that, like the outside goals and focus on your actions. So if you as a mom, like I'll just use me for an example, I have designated days and designated hours that I work. When it is not within that window, I am not working. I am with my family, my phone, I'm turning off my phone, I'm focused on them. And so if I focus on the activities, like, okay, this day, this is how many people I'm going to reach out to, this is what I'm going to do for my social media, this is what I'm going to do for my leadership. If I focus on the actions that I've designated for that day, I have to trust that that's enough. Now, if I focus on the goals, let's say you focus on your goal first. If you're focusing on the goals, then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to do whatever action it takes to hit that goal versus on focusing on the action and trusting the goal will come. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and easier said than done. Like I'm just thinking about, you know, my own self and I am goal oriented, but I mean, not being in direct sales has like taught me how to focus more on the action and not, you know, not so much and and just trusting, right. And not so much like putting my identity in walking the stage mm-hmm. or being the first one to win the trip or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, yeah. But it, I mean, easier said than done. Right. Right. And I think also people's upline put pressure on them. And I tell people, I'm like, sometimes you don't, sometimes don't listen to your upline. I mean, that sounds so contrary to what you learn in, in network marketing, but I mean, you really have to figure out why are you in this business in the first place? Because so often people will get in the business because of their family. And then the very thing that gets neglected is their family. And so you really have to be clear on why am I doing this and how can I do it in a way that honors my family that honors my boundary, you are so correct that it's easier said than done. And it's not perfect. It's not like, like if you decide one day, I mean, I constantly have to, the Lord just constantly, constantly, constantly brings me back to this is just continuing to be better about boundaries. There's days where I say, okay, I'm not going to do like one of my boundaries is no evenings. Okay. And then last week I was like, all right, I'm going to open up this one day a week. You know, it's just like, he's constantly reminding me, Monique, go back to what we talked about, go back to our boundaries. And so I don't think there's ever like a perfect, I don't think any, any of us are doing it perfectly, but it's that dance, that constant, like, okay, I slip off a little bit. Let me get back on track. I got off again. Let me get back on track. Like it's constantly redirecting yourself. Yeah. And like you said, constantly being 
in touch with the Lord and listening to, is this what he wants for me or what does he want for me? And taking that time to just be still with him. I don't think I really did that when I was in the midst of that hustle culture. Like I just kept get, getting so much love and, you know, recognition from the world that I wasn't taking as much time to hear what God wanted for me. And it definitely, definitely wasn't all of the nights and hours and stress that I put on myself for a pat on the back. That's not what it's about. Right. Right. And ultimately, like, I, that's not why I was in it. I loved the people I worked with. I loved my team. I loved just enriching lives. You know, that was what we were taught in premier. And, and I truly like, that was a big why for me, but it's easy to get, it's easy to forget that sometimes. And you get stuck in just always being better and better and like not better in the way that the Lord wants, but better in, in the eyes of your upline and your, and the, and the company. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that made me think of one of the things that we do in our program is we have everyone stop and write their obituary. And it's a very humbling, like it's one of the weeks in our, um, so in our program, people go through our coaching program, but they also have one-on-one, like we come together with groups and whenever we do this activity, I mean, it is very emotional. It's very humbling for a lot of people, but nobody has ever, ever, ever said, um, you know, I was the top 1%. She was known for being the top 1% of her company. Like she was known because she had really high sales. She was, it's, it's always about your family and it's always about the lives you're changing and the people that you're touching. And I do believe, I love network marketing. And I do believe that there's a lot of opportunity as you build a team to mentor people and to coach people and to train people. But I also believe that the Lord makes it really clear that the first place we should be mentoring is in our home. And I look at you with your girls and I'm like, you know, what better model do they have to look at, to see what it looks like to be a godly woman? And what does that, you know, how is that displayed? And so seeing that in their mom is the first place before we go out and do it for other people. And oftentimes being a parent is such a thankless job that it's like, oh, you'd rather go out and get other people saying, thank you. Great job. You know, I appreciate you doing this. Like when we go and we work, we get thank yous from people. When we work for our family, it's very rare that they (laughs) stop and appreciate the work that you're doing. So that's something that I recognized in myself. I was like, I'm chasing affirmation from other places instead of recognizing that the, the very work that I'm doing of like cleaning up messes and constantly like doing the same thing over and over and over again as a parent that feels mundane is the very work that I'm called to do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're so right. As I was just saying before I hit record today, I was telling Monique that I've been picking up the house this morning because our cleaning service is coming. And Lord knows that like nobody will come home today and say, wow, mom, thanks so much for cleaning the house. Right. right. But I mean, that's not what it's about, you know, and whether, whether that work is like within our family or, I mean, the work that we're doing in the world, something that I, I recognized was I was looking for that recognition from other people where I should be going for that recognition and that affirmation. It's just God. And that should be good enough for us. Right. Right. 
Well, and that to answer your other question about like, how do you stop the hustle? That's where it comes from. It's like, if you are so rooted in your identity and you are so rooted in your worth, all this other stuff doesn't matter. Like the, the recognition, the accolades, like all of that, it doesn't matter when you know who you are, because that's really where your confidence comes from, your worth comes from, your value comes from. And the other thing too, is it's also having faith that he is going to do through you what he's called you to do when you're obedient to him. I was actually talking to um, a friend. So I have a podcast also, the Fierce Identity Podcast. See, we have so mm-hmm. much in common, Amber. We um, sure do. We, I have a, a podcast, the Fierce Identity Podcast, and I just recorded an episode with my friend Heather. And Heather was the top of her network marketing company, um, built an eight-figure network marketing company, very, very successful. She um, completely left all of that. And in the midst of it, she's also a coach now. She coaches network market, very similar to the path you and I have both taken. And one of the things that she said was she said she came down to a two-day work week. Like she felt like God was telling her to bring her business down to a two-day work week and homeschool her children and her business grew. And so I think something that's really um, something to consider is sometimes we think we have to do it in our own strength. And that's part of where that hustle comes from is like, well, I've got to get up super, super early. Like this week, I just told you I have kids home unexpectedly. I was literally at my computer at 5 a.m. I was like, okay, I've got to get up extra early and try to get all this stuff in before, you know, my kids need this or that. And, but like, what if we put our business in God's hands and said, I'm going to commit to the hours I said I'm going to work and I'm going to let him do the rest. I'm going to let him build. I'm going to let him bring the people onto my team who I need, who need to be on this team. I'm going to let him grow, you know, and develop leaders that I need to have on my team instead of us doing it in our own strength, because he can always do so much more than what we ever try to do on our own. Amen to that for sure. So what I'm hearing you saying is boundaries are extremely important. 100%. How would you go about like you're say somebody's listening in, in the midst of that hustle culture, whether it's like they work full time and then they're coming home to family or they are, they're doing direct sales on the side, or um, they're doing direct sales and they're like all in, or they want to be, they're just not really sure like where to start setting those boundaries. Where did you find was a good place for you? And what do you teach your clients for how to set those? Yeah, that's such a great question. Well, the first question I ask people is what kind of lifestyle do you want? Because if you want a lifestyle where you're like, I'm not working in the summers or I'm not working the weekends or I'm like, ask yourself for you and your family, what is the ideal situation? So let's just say, for example, for some people, they don't want to work evenings. Well, if you know, you don't want to come back and plug into your, um, to your business in the evenings, then maybe for you, those boundaries look like setting your alarm an hour or an hour and a half early and getting all of your business building activities done first thing in the morning. And say you're doing that in a full-time job, then maybe that's what that can look like for you. Or maybe it can be the example I gave working two days a week where you have a conversation with your husband, you have a conversation with your kids and you say, Hey, mom is going to work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Every other day is going to be about family, but these are the two days that you're going to see me in my office with the door closed. And you set that boundary. And here's the thing that's beautiful about having boundaries is 
you will be so much more intentional during that time because you'll know this is the time that I've designated. Like I know if I say, all right, like I'll just give you the example I just used. If I'm up at 5 a.m. and I'm trying to finish something on my computer before my kids wake up for the day, you better believe I'm not going to be sitting there scrolling social media because I've got things that have to get completed in that time. So oftentimes when we, I'm not a believer in working in the nooks and crannies. I know a lot of people teach that like, oh, network marketing, you can work in the nooks and crannies. I really do believe that you have to have designated time like you would a real business. I mean, it is a real business. And so I really, I do believe you have to have designated time. And I think when people try to work in the nooks and crannies, it adds stress to their life because, you know, they're trying to watch their kids, but then they're also responding to a text and they're also trying to post something and trying to do this and taking their kids to the park, but they're distracted and on their phone. I just don't think that works well for me personally. And I don't teach that for some people. If you feel like it works for you, you you can try it and see. But I really do believe that because I talk about sustainable systems and being intentional and purposeful, I think you need to set aside specific time that are working hours and clearly communicate that with your family. I'm also a big believer in making sure your spouse feels valued and important. If they see you coming home from work every day and then you just shut your door in your office or wherever, and you're constantly on your phone, you're constantly working your business, they're going to feel neglected. And so sometimes people will say, well, my spouse doesn't support me. And I'm like, well, does he feel valued or does he feel like your business is in competition with him. And so I think as women, we have to realize like that is a priority. Your marriage is a priority. So do you have days that you're focused on your spouse and you have your date nights and you're being intentional about that? Um, And then you have days where you work. So I think setting those clear boundaries just comes to really looking at your calendar, figuring out what you want for you and your family and being intentional about that. Yeah. And being okay with like, if you have a goal set or you have a dream, knowing that it'll happen in God's time. And if these are the right places for you to be working, you might not hit that goal as fast as you want, but like just being okay with that, which isn't easy to do, but you know, like you you just got to trust. It's so true. Exactly what you just said. Like that is so true. And that's where people make the mistake, you know, because it may take you three years to hit a certain goal and we want to hit it in a year. And then it's like, okay, but you just totally neglected your family, totally neglected your spouse on your pursuit of this goal for what? Like, what's, what's the difference if you do it in a year, if you do it in three years and you haven't burnt yourself out and you're doing it in a sustainable way. For sure. And it comes back to what you were talking about with having your clients do their obituary. Like I got chills when you said that, I think everybody could really benefit from doing that. Like, like you said, like lots of emotion to that, but also like kind of a punch in the gut. Like nobody will ever remember that I was the top 1% in my network marketing company. That is not what I want people to remember about me. And so like that really hit home for me because like, I just have shifted my perspective so much in the past. What has it been a year, you know, almost a year and a half. And it's not about everybody knowing my name, right? Like how can people know his name through me? Yes. Yes. And I think that's what's so, I think that's what's so valuable about the work that you're doing because often your story is your testimony. And Mm -hmm. when you've walked through that and then that door has closed and it forces you to look back and say, Oh, wow. Like I could have done that differently. Then you're sharing that story with other people 
in hopes that they don't have to walk through that themselves. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. This has been so encouraging. I think it's going to just hit home for so many people to just remind them that it's okay to just listen to God, to do what he is calling you to do and not what the world is calling us to do. And, and like you said, like within direct sales, network marketing, like that is, it is just kind of like common knowledge that people think if you're in network marketing, you're hustling your butt off and you're not making very much money, but like, that's not what it's about. And reminding us that, yeah, we don't have to be in that mindset. Right. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your program and where people can find you. Yeah. So the place I love to hang out is on Instagram. And so you can follow me at Monique script coaching. So it's M O N I Q U E S C R I P coaching. And I try to show up there every day, usually in my stories or sharing something about my boys or something. She's got so, some really great reels. They're super fun. So <laughs> you go know, I'm her. just having, I'm having so much fun with reels and I don't know what day this is airing, but I'm having a free reels masterclass on March 24th. So if anyone wants to register for that, you can go to my Instagram bio and get the link to be able to register for that. But that's really the best way you can look up my website, moniquescript.com. Or if you are interested, and this is really where I would encourage some of your listeners, if you are in network marketing and you do have those goals and you have that fire in you to grow and to scale and to really be successful in this, but you know that you also want to keep your priorities in the right place, our multiply program may be perfect for you. And so I do free 30 minute consultation calls and you can go to the link in my Instagram bio and select free 30 minute consultation. And I will hop on a call with you to see if it's a fit. It may not be a fit for everybody, but I run three groups throughout the year. So the next group will kick off on April the 14th. It's a group coaching set up where you get weekly videos and then you have myself and another coach. Her name is Becky Baxter. She's also a top network marketer and we both coach you and we help you to go through, but we give you a plan and we give you systems where we tell you, you know, if you commit one hour a day to your business for 12 weeks, like you will see growth in your business. And I think for a lot of people, it's very affirming because sometimes people sit down to work and they're like, but I don't even know what to do. Like, how do I spend my time? What do I do? So we give you exact step-by-step direction on like how to create a vision statement, how to um, have attraction marketing, what to post on social media, how to find ideal business builders. Like we teach you all of those things in a very structured way where people get results working smarter instead of harder. I'm not going to lie. 12 years ago when I started in direct sales, like that sounds ideal to me. Like that is exactly what I needed. And you know what, even in the end, when I was hustling my butt off, I mean, that's what I needed. That's what I needed yeah. is to learn like, what, what is my vision for this? How can I do it without hustling? Give me the system, right? Just give me the system. Like that's right. why it's so beautiful to hire a coach and why your program sounds so amazing on me because so many women, so many people in network marketing, that is truly what they need. So I'm going to be linking all of those things in the show notes, and I will make sure that this releases before the 24th so that if people have the chance to, to register for that. But you, you do multiple masterclasses, correct? 
So I do, oh, the master classes, yes, we'll have probably three a year as well. We usually do one leading up to a launch. And so our next launch is April 14th. Um, But yeah, the easiest way is follow me on Instagram and then I will, I'll give announcements when we have different free trainings and things like that. I also do speaking. And so if you have a team, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'd love for my team to have somebody come in and just speak about identity and speak about anti-hustle culture, but also get them results. Like I'm all about you getting results and you advancing in rank and growing your business. I mean, you know, that's why we get into this is to be able to, to grow, but there's a different way. And so if anyone wants some speaking, um, I can talk to them about that as well. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here, Monique, for sharing your just encouragement and um, insight into the anti-hustle culture that we really need to build today. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Live Fiercely podcast. If you love anything you heard today, then go share the love with your family and friends. Take a screenshot of the episode, share it to your social media, and don't forget to tag me. Girl, I appreciate you so much for being here, for walking through this life with me. Now go out there, grab a cup of coffee, and live fiercely.